You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Hello, Dallas here. I hope you're well. I want to go in depth into the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles retail and wholesale premises requirements so you will know exactly what the state will require whether you are getting ready to get your Texas dealer's license or maybe you are a Texas dealer and you are being aware of the premises requirements, you're always going to be able to easily maintain your compliance with your dealer's license. Now, this is covered in the course, but on this podcast, I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on the entire uh, premises requirements that is going to be required by the Department of Motor Vehicles when you do get your dealer's license. So first of all, let's talk about the posting of your business hours. Hours for each day of the week must be individually listed on the posted sign. I want to repeat that. Hours for each day of the week must be individually listed on the posted sign. Hours must be posted at the main entrance of the office. While we're talking about hours, let's go ahead and talk first about retail business hours. A retail dealer's office must be open at least four days per week for at least four consecutive hours per day and may not be open solely by appointment. The retail dealer's business hours for each day of the week must be posted at the main entrance of the retail dealer's office that is accessible to the public. Uh, An owner or bona fide employee of the retail dealer shall be at the retail dealer's license location during the posted business hours, and this is going to be for, for the purpose of buying, selling, exchanging, or leasing vehicles. If the owner or bona fide employee is not available to conduct business during the retail dealer's posted business hours due to some type of special circumstances or possibly an emergency, then you will need to submit, uh, have a separate sign posted indicating the date and the time that you're going to resume. And this is going to be a rare scenario. You know, the state basically does require you to staff your dealership during your posted hours. But if there is really special circumstances or even like an emergency, make sure and post a sign letting them know exactly when you're going to be out. Now, I I also want you to be aware a retail dealer's telephone must be answered from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. weekdays by an employee, owner, answering service, or voicemail or answering machine if you have an old answering machine. So, But you do have to make sure that your phone is answered either by you, an employee, or a voicemail. So basically, a caller must be able to speak with a natural person and leave a message during these hours. They don't want your customers just trying to call you endlessly for hours and not be able to leave a message for you. So make sure that you either got an employee, yourself, or voicemail or an answering service from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, I get a lot of questions about wholesale hours, business hours for wholesale motor vehicle dealers. Now, remember, retail can sell to retail customers on the lot or other cust- or other dealers. Wholesalers can only sell to licensed motor vehicle dealers. So a dealer that holds a wholesale must post their hours at the main entrance of the dealer's office, okay? Now, once again, A dealer or a bona fide employee must be at the wholesale motor vehicle dealer's location at least two weekdays per week for at least two consecutive hours per day. Now, remember how I said retail dealers are at least four days a week, at least four hours consecutive hours per day for wholesale it's just a little bit less. You got to staff that dealership at least two weekdays per week and at least two hours consecutively per day. And once again, you cannot be open just by appointment. That's a big problem the DMV saying you can't just have a sign that says by appointment only. Uh, so do post your hours. Regardless of the wholesale motor vehicle hours, once again, a wholesale dealer's phone must be answered from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday uh, by a bona fide employee, owner, or 
answering machine or voicemail. So once again, the caller needs to be able to speak to a natural person. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Let's next talk talk about our sign requirements. Okay, so a retail sign. Let's talk about the retail sign first. It must be visible within 100 feet of the main entrance to the business office. Okay, let's talk. Let's say that one more time. Your sign must be visible to the public within 100 feet of the main entrance to the business office. And the sign or your DBA must, the, the dealership name must be at least six inches high or larger. You've got to, it can't be four inches. It can't be five inches. Your dealership name on that sign must be at least six inches high or larger. And that sign must be made of some type of rigid, durable, or, you know, weather-resistant material. And we're talking about metal, wood, uh, corrugated plastic, or a combination of those. It can't be a banner or what we call a hardened banner, which is a banner that's basically been bolted to plywood. Okay, so do please do please keep that in mind. Now, if you got a banner up temporarily, I want to let you know a little about a, a little loophole in the law. If you have a temp, uh, banner up that's just temporary, you can actually provide an invoice to shows that you have paid for a permanent sign, and you have to have a statement confirming the sign will be appropriately amounted. But I think the easiest way, before you get a banner made, just go ahead and get the permanent sign made. That way you don't have to type up the letter and and let them know what you're going to do once the sign is delivered. So that sign, you know, must be bolted to the structure or, you know, bolted or welded to a fence or, you know, permanently installed in ground. So do keep that in mind. You know, the state, if your zoning allows, will allow that sign to be painted on a structure or window. Uh, It can be, you know, affixed to a window with permanent or vinyl lettering and can't even be etched into a door or window. So do please keep that in mind. Now, if you do have a sign that is mounted to a fence, uh, it has to be appropriately welded. It can't be, you know, you can't just use zip ties, rope or metal ties or something like that. It has to be permanently mounted to that sign. Now, first, there's a couple of differences on the wholesale sign requirements because let's first talk about your exterior because usually a wholesaler is going to be inside of an office, which could be deep inside of an office building. So let's talk about first your exterior wholesale sign requirements. A couple of sign requirements are going to be a little bit different here. So you have to have a sign on the exterior of that building that's at least 100 feet uh, a visible 100 feet to the entrance of the business. Now, once again, you've got to have that dealership name in six inch high or larger letters, but there also must now be a little statement that says purchasers must be licensed dealers with a minimum of three inches. So did you catch all that? Your dealership name on a wholesale exterior sign has to be at least six inches high, and then you must have the words purchasers must be licensed dealers with a minimum of three inch lettering. So that's a requirement that just started here. Uh, a little while ago. So that sign also has to be made of some type of rigid material, plastic, metal, wood, cannot be a banner, okay, uh, if, if that banner is bolted to plywood or something like that. So do please keep that in mind. And once again, you know, that sign can be painted on a structure or window. You can etch it on a door or a window. Um, permanent vinyl lettering will work on a window as well. So do please keep that in mind. But if you do have, once again, a sign linked to a chain link fence, then you can't use zip ties, rope, or something like that. Now, I want to talk about another sign requirement for wholesalers, and that's going to be your interior sign, because normally you'll be located in an office space if you're a wholesaler. A wholesaler. Now, uh, you know, if an outdoor sign is not permitted at this business location, such as zoning or maybe the, the building requirements, this must be annotated in the lease agreement within a special provisions or the sign paragraph. 
So this would need, the new sign inside needs to be visible to the public within 10 feet of the main door of the dealer's business office. And, uh, you know, the business name located only in a lobby directory is not sufficient. I want to repeat that. The business name only located in a lobby directory is not sufficient. You need to have one within 10 feet of the main door of the dealer's business office. And on that one, you're going to have to have your dealership name at least two inches high. And then the statement, purchasers must be licensed dealers within one inch high letter. So this is only if your office building or your zoning does not allow that exterior sign. So do please keep that in mind. Now, your sign's going to have to comply with your municipal ordinances. Usually that's going to be in the COO that we talk about in your dealer training course, okay? You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. As I state often in the course, if you are getting ready to take the renewal course or the pre-license course, a dealer's license may not be located in a residence, apartment, hotel, motel, rooming house, or any uh, building not open to the public. It cannot be virtual or provided like by subscription. And you know what we're talking about there? You can't just have a, a WeWork, Regis, or Da Vinci shared office. Those do not work. You know, you're going to need a physical office, you know, where you're storing records and where you're going to conduct motor vehicle transaction paperwork if you're a wholesaler with other dealers, if you're a retailer with other dealers, or retail customers, okay? So you can't just, you know, it can't be some lock place that you never go into. Now, a mixed-use commercial space is okay, and that's like an office space on the ground floor with residences above, but it cannot be located in a garage that's attached to a residence. Always remember that uh, if you have a license at a residence, then it must be in a separate building, and you got to meet local zoning, which is going to be pretty rare, maybe out in a rural area. So I get calls all the time, can I have a dealer's license in my home? In most cases, not. Only if your zoning allows it, which would be in a rural area or really like heavy commercial area, but it has to be in a separate building. So do please keep that in mind as well. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Next, I want to talk about your office requirements. Okay, so you got to have 100 square foot interior space. Now, that's exclusive of hallways, closets, or restrooms. Okay, so you got to have at least 100 square foot of interior space for your office. And, you know, this is a real strict law that they are enforcing. You know, if you have have a hallway or a closet or a restroom and you're trying to count those as your 100 square foot of office space, that does not, that does not count. Okay. So do please keep that in mind. And you know, if the state says, Hey, you need to construct a wall here or something, if that wall takes up part of that hundred square foot space and all of a sudden you don't have the square footage anymore, then you're not going to be compliant. So do please keep that in mind. You are going to have to accommodate required office equipment which is going to include at minimum a, two, a desk and two chairs, internet access, and a working telephone in the name, uh, in the DBA of that uh, of that name. So do please keep that in mind. Now, if you have a portable type office, you know this is going to be like a modular building or something like that. It can't be readily moved. Or if you're using like an old RV, the tires and wheels have to be removed and it has to be connected to a power uh, supply. And the state wants you to have at least seven foot high ceilings, at least seven foot high ceilings. And remember, you always got to maintain that 100 square foot office space. So on the let's talk about shared office spaces a little bit here. No more than four dealers, retail dealers, or eight wholesale dealers can be licensed in the same building. I want to I want to repeat that. 
No more than four retail dealers can be in one building and no more than eight wholesale dealers can be in one building. You cannot have a mix of wholesale and retail dealers in the same building. I want to repeat that. If you're a retail dealer, you can't be in the same building as a wholesaler. And if you're a wholesaler, you cannot be in the same building as a retailer. Now, on a side note, you know, a pending application for your license cannot be approved if, say, for example, you've taken it over an office of a dealer that's recently left. Their license has to be completely closed out before the state will issue a new license to you in that same building. So do, do make sure of, uh, that is something you need to be aware of. If you are taking over an office of a former dealer, uh, then, then do please keep that in mind. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Hey, I hope you found this uh, podcast informational, whether you are getting ready to get your license for the first time or maybe you're a currently licensed dealer, uh, you must make sure that you are in compliance with the Department of Motor Vehicles premises requirements. So once again, my name is Dallas Johnson. I'm the lead instructor of the Automobile Dealer Training Association, and we are approved to provide your dealer pre-license course or your dealer renewal course. And if you choose to select us as your dealer licensed training partner, you can enroll enroll in the state-mandated dealer training course at texasdealers.com. Once again, that's going to be texasdealers.com. Then click on that big blue Enroll Now button, And I want to thank you very much for listening to the podcast today. And I also want to wish you the very best of luck with your business. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson.